three, two, one. Welcome back to the Born Unbreakable podcast and our coaching series that has proven to be more valuable than I have ever imagined because I actually <laughs> look forward to them every time I have them. So if you've been joining along with Tracy Pleshcourt and I, this is our fifth session of me coming totally vulnerable emotionally naked and telling Tracy exactly where I am in my life and on my journey, what I'm feeling, the kinds of things I'm going through so we could talk through them live and, and, you know, work through them and figure out how to do that. And, you know, today I was just uh, telling Tracy that I have been feeling, you know, I've been talking about writing a book, been talking about this real estate endeavor that I'm pursuing and um, a new program that I've launched for young women, which just happened this weekend. So that was really amazing. That happened on Sunday. And um, I, but I am feeling a little bit discouraged and I am having some anxiety because I'm starting to think of my perfect plans with my perfect timelines. And as they get closer, because, and I know part of the anxiety is because we're going to flip the page to a new month you know, a, a September is just right there that I'm having this feeling of like, oh my gosh, what if, what if my goals don't go exactly as planned? What if certain things are delayed? I have to think of a, a plan B or C or D of what this would look like. And that's, is that going to disappoint me? Is that going to disappoint other people that are like rallying around me for these goals? And um, then I just start going in a spiral you know, going down this path of what if this and what if that, none of these things are happening, but they're <laughs> happening in my head. So that's kind of where I'm at. And, um, Tracy is going to help me so I don't start crying right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, first off, let me just tell you that the awareness that you have around your thoughts and the way those thoughts are making you feel and the awareness around the fact that, oh, these things aren't even happening. And yet I am like so bought and sold on them that I am actually feeling anxious, but yet they're not even happening. The fact that you have that awareness does is huge. It typically takes, you know, a, a lengthy coaching session to just get that far, just to have an awareness of the fact that these thoughts that I'm having are very dramatic. Hence the reason I'm feeling this intensity, this anxiousness. Okay. So kudos to you. You have that awareness. Now here's a really great tactic to use another tool in your toolbox. I, I steal your words from you when you're feeling this way. So when your head is saying, what if, what if, what if, you know, we've got the looming new month. It's, it's going to be here in a couple days. And that might be a trigger that is tripped that starts us going, oh my gosh, we're that much closer to the deadline. What if I don't make it right? Let's just flush that out. What if you don't make it? What if you don't hit that deadline? Now, I just want to say before you answer that question, I know that that is a triggering question and most of us run from it. Most of us don't want to answer that question. Most of us will find ourselves in the kitchen 
right? We'll open up the pantry. We'll open oh up gosh. a bottle of wine, right? <laughs> I'm like crying. Because... Yeah. yeah, it's so triggering. So I want you to know how normal this is. And the beauty of this question is that you're going to see that the worst case scenario ends in a feeling, a feeling that you have the capacity, you have the capability of feeling. That's all it is. But let's talk about it. What's the worst case scenario? Yeah. Oh my gosh. I know I'm sitting here like, I just want to eat ice cream and watch Netflix. Like I don't <laughs> want to talk about it. Um, <laughs> but it's so, it's so true because I'm sitting here going, okay, like if we, if I walk through th different examples, like the book, mm -hmm. I like, I gave myself a really aggressive date, you know, at the, at the beginning of um, November, like okay. the first week of November, the draft would be done. And I'm like struggling to, to write things, you know? So I'm mm -hmm. like, but you know, the, what, the worst that would happen is I give myself time and I, you know, give myself the time to, to, do it the way that I want to do it. And maybe it just takes a little bit longer, but it's not, there's nobody else that's involved in that, but me. I mean, that really is, you know, mine. And that's not that terrible. <laughs> when right. I but isn't it interesting if we don't <laughs> slow down and really look at it, isn't it mm -hmm. interesting how our primitive brain runs away with the show and it's like, it's running away with hair on fire. Like, oh my God, doomsday is quickly approaching if we don't have the draft done by November 1st. And when you slow down and you look at worst case scenario and you're like, wait a minute, it's actually not that bad. It's not going to hurt anybody if I end up needing more time. But you wouldn't be able to get to that point. You wouldn't be able to get to the like the breath, if you don't slow down and question that dramatic primitive brain thought. Mm -hmm. It's so important that we not only have an awareness of what we're feeling, which is what you brought to the table, you even brought to the table the thought that was causing it. Mm -hmm. But to have an awareness of how dramatic that thought is, and worst case scenario really isn't that bad, but you have to have an awareness of that. You have to question it. Mm -hmm. Like, what do you think you'd be feeling come November 1st and the draft isn't done? I mean, I'd feel a little disappointed. Right. Because, you know, I'm just <laughs> that person that's like, oh, you can be a date and I'm going to get it done. But in, in some ways, you know, this is, this is a bit self-inflicted. Um, <laughs> you know, it's not like, some, like somebody in the world told me this had to be this way. Uh -huh. You know, it's just, um, there's, there's, there's definitely dr dr dramatization. And I think part of it is also feeling it because of multiple projects and not and and then that oh my gosh am i going to disappoint myself in all the things that i'm doing <laughs> you know because yeah. like this week you know i'm try i'm selling a property and i put in an offer on another one so it's contingent because i got to sell this one to get this one and now now it makes it real 
-hmm. because it's not just not just an idea. It's not just this thing. It's like it's actually happening. And I'm going, oh, my gosh, there's a clock now. There's a clock and I can only control these pieces and other things in the universe are controlling these other pieces. And that's scary. Scary. Like yeah. I can't, you know, I can only yeah. do my part. Yeah. In this. And so and so, you're feeling a little bit of fear, right? Yeah. You're afraid because yeah. there are circumstances that are outside of your control or you are um, feeling disappointed. You're speculating that you would feel disappointed should you get to November 1st and the draft isn't done. Yeah. Have you ever felt disappointed before in your life? Yeah. <laughs> and you're here to, to tell the story, correct? Yeah. <laughs> totally. Have you ever felt afraid of not being able to control circumstances before in your life? Yes. So and again, you're here to tell the story of that. And you're here telling the story as an entrepreneur, as somebody who's building programs, as, as the next most brilliant author, as the person <laughs> who just launched a program. Like amazing, amazing accomplishments. But yet our brain is so fixated on this worst case scenario. Yeah. We've, I think we might've talked about the gap in the gain. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's so easy to let our brain go to that gap mentality of how far we have yet to go right? How much more needs to be accomplished, what the deficit is. Yeah. Even though there is so much to be proud of, like I know. You're probably it, compounding it accomplishments it like is. you never have. I it's, and it's unreal because so much is happening. And I think because, because of that, I, it's just all stacking. I don't really take time to reflect on it, but I was even putting in some new, cause I have, um, alarms that go off on my phone and they all have different reminders. Mm -hmm. And so sometimes when I'm feeling a little bit of anxiety or discouraging, and I know that I need to hear a message over and over, I'll add a new, a new thing. So then I'll go, okay, you said that this is something that you wanted. This is what you want to manifest. So you need to remind yourself of that, but that I, I'm that intentional because I know I'm capable of taking myself to um, a better state of mind, you yeah. know, but I, but I do, I do that on purpose because I, I, I also know that I can do this to myself. Yeah. And you've proven all of that to be true, that you have a very high capacity. You are very, very capable but I would just encourage you not to forget you're human. You are human and you are meant to feel it all, including disappointment, including fear. <laughs> and as crazy as that sounds, feeling those two things actually have a purpose. They are actually there to show you contrast. They're actually there to prompt you to ask yourself questions. Mm -hmm. Like, what is it that I need right now? Sometimes like you just need to slow down and really celebrate the compounded, extraordinary accomplishments that you're moving so fast that you're forgetting to even celebrate. Yeah, that's true. Because celebrating those accomplishments. Like when you said that, I could see your face light up. 
like all these things that you're doing right now, but yet your primitive brain is like, but, 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 but don't forget, don't forget looming deadline, looming deadline. Notice the difference between how you feel when you are focusing on one or the other. It's so fascinating. And that is is. an opportunity right there. It doesn't mean an opportunity. And and then when I think about this weekend and I had, and I was having anxiety about the program because of course I wanted to be perfect and I was doing my little PowerPoint and I was making my little, you know, pictures and doing all this. And, you know, when I was present with the women on the call and, you know, I got tagged afterwards about, you know, the notes that one of them was taking and how excited she is to learn and grow. And she tagged everyone else in the group and, you know, we're on this journey together. I had such a burst of energy in the morning thinking about them and wanting to encourage them and thinking of different things I could share with them to continue doing that on the in-between time when we're not having a call. You know, what are the things that we can do in our group that we can share even when we're not, you know, in the formal setting? And um, that was that was a little bit of a celebration for me just yeah. to be, just to start, just to have gotten to this point of like the buildup and now it's here. And I'm like, yeah, this is what, this is what they're experiencing. This is their, 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 um, journey that they're expressing and being vulnerable. And it's so amazing to see. And that's why I do this. Yeah. Yeah. That, I mean, I could hear that that's what you're leading up to. It's like what you learned over the course of this last week is that when you focus on other people's journey, how much value you can add and the impact that you're making on other people, the looming deadlines, the anxiousness, the defeat, the fear, all of that is extinguished when you're focused on impacting other people's lives. Isn't Mm -hmm. that like the most brilliant lesson that came from all of this? Mm -hmm. And you would not have had that lesson, Des, had you not been feeling both like that's what i mean when i say all of this the anxiety the fear it has a purpose it is meant to show you the contrast it was meant to deliver this lesson to you mm-hmm. it's a beautiful thing i know it's well and it and it's life and you're right it's like it's it's messy <laughs> you know it's like this imperfect you know yeah roller coaster ride that has these awesome moments, but these like challenging moments where you're tired and you're, you're, you know, going into like, I like to say my toolbox and go, Oh, wait a minute. I listened to that book. And I remember the person talking about the power of one more or the untethered soul. Like that's the book that I'm just close to the end of finishing right now. And it's like, it's so true. You can get caught up in these different, like in old ways of thinking that you graduated from, but you know, sometimes your mind sort of takes you back to this like other grade level that you're going, Oh, wait a minute. That was old news. Yeah. We don't do that anymore. (laughs) You know, I think high achievers often run up against, perfectionistic type thinking that it stops them dead in their tracks. Like, and then they're like, then they start compounding like the suffering with thoughts. Like I shouldn't be thinking, or I shouldn't be feeling this way. Like you're already stunted from the, I don't want to fail type thought or some variation of it. And then when you 
recognize that you're feeling the fear, then you go back and it's like the one, two punch. Now you're like, what are you doing? You shouldn't be feeling fear. You should be in the ring, like doing all the things, writing the the draft and da, 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 da. It's like, but in reality, we're human. And the fact that we have this expectation of being perfect right at the start was actually the place that we went wrong because we're human, which means we're going to be imperfect. Mm -hmm. And so if you remind yourself of that, you know, yes, I'm a high achiever that doesn't translate into, and everything has to be perfect. Like I'm willing to achieve in an imperfect way, like try on that thought. That is one thing like that was part of my thinking, my intentional thinking this morning. It's like, how can I do this imperfectly? It doesn't have to feel easy for me to like take that first step. It can feel hard and that's okay. Yeah. Right. Like I, I have all of these, I too have all of these perfectionistic thoughts and they absolutely hold me captive to being productive, but they also, the gift in it is it shows me the contrast and I learn from it. Mm -hmm. And then I'm like exponential in my like productivity. So yeah. And, and, and that's, it's, it is really the most amazing thing. You know, I had been getting this kind of recurring message. And um, so I wrote a blog about it because that's another thing I've been doing is writing a blog every week to, to, it's a, it's a really good way of expressive. It's also getting me into that habit of writing because it's another form of like basically what you're doing in a book is being vulnerable. And, um, and it was, uh, I titled it convenience kills (laughs) and it was, you know, I had a a really amazing guy on the show, um, named Joe Templin and he wrote a book about excellence. And then I listened to, um, Ed Milet's book, and he was talking about con- inconvenience and how, and they both just made such great points and were leading to the same thing, which is that it's inconvenient to achieve success, right? Because anytime you do something for the first time, it's uncomfortable. It's mm-hmm. not, it's not a convenient thing to have to wake up earlier or right. go to bed later or start, you know, learning about something that is now going to take up more of your time. And you're going to have to shift your your priorities because you're trying to acquire new knowledge, new skills, or whatever it is. But by doing so, you are getting yourself out of your comfort zone, learning, growing, excelling. And so the dividends and the results that come with it are so much worth all of that investment. It's worth the energy, the time, the discomfort. But it's so true. It's like, it's really been sitting with me because I've had a lot of moments where I'm like, this is inconvenient. Yeah. Yeah. And that (laughs) can be your sign to this is working. Like the feeling of being uncomfortable or being inconvenient can be the sign that you're on the right path. Mm -hmm. Like I think that's a really cool, every time you feel that way, Oh yeah, this is the way it's supposed to be. Yeah. It's a the path of inconvenience leads to success. I'm actually feeling uncomfortable, inconvenient. Right? It's and that can just be my sign that I'm on the right path. Stay the course. Mm-hmm. Yes. Stay the course. That is the I love that as a as a 
you know, a thought yeah. from this session of, of, you know, feeling like stay the course, you know, it's, yep. it's kind of like when I, when you're running a marathon, like I remember the first time I ran a half marathon, I didn't prepare at all. I didn't even know. I just thought it sounded cool. My aunt was like, oh, do you want to do this? And at the time, because this was like a, a long time ago, I was fit. I was like, are you kidding me? I, I could do anything. And I didn't train, didn't even know how long it was. I was like, it's probably like not that bad. And um, didn't have any energy stuff, didn't have headphones, nothing, just running with absolutely no tools or preparation. And I did it. And it was in San Francisco of all places. So it's not flat. It was like with hills and everything. And, you know, I was appreciative for everything along the way that I realized I did need yeah. um, because I didn't know what the hell I was doing. Right. But I tell you what, the next time I did it, I had all the things, all the energy, the headphones, the stretching exercises, all the different tools and tactics. But it's like, you just don't know what you don't know the first exactly. time you do something. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, that's exactly it. And so it was there for a reason. The feelings have a purpose. The thoughts have a purpose. They're there to show you the contrast. Um, stay the course is a great thought for you to take into this next week. Mm -hmm. Also try on the thought, you know, this is uncomfortable or I'm afraid and that's okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's I did not think I was going to be crying on the show today. That was. You're human, my friend. And that's exactly what this is for. Yeah. <laughs> so if you tuned in today and you're listening in, just know that this is what happens when you dig into your feelings and your thoughts. That so worth it though, right? If you need to cry, just cry along with me. It's going to be fine. I'm here. You can reach out. But Tracy, thank you so much for just your presence, your your energy, and always you know, reminding me of the ability to take take our thoughts and 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 channel them in a place where we we can redirect yeah. to to get to where we want to go. Yeah, good work. Good work. I will see you next time. Thank you, my friend. Bye-bye.